0: hey everyone welcome back to another episode of disney geeks the podcast i am one of your hosts rod and i am here with
1: carolyn
0: how's it going carolyn
1: you know it's good it's good it's warm outside because it's summer
0: it is very warm at least you have colorado to give yourself some leeway and not as hot where i'm like by the equator
1: no, it's still really hot here. Like I know I'm in a sweater today, but it's because I'm wearing shorts underneath. So I, this is one of those days where it's like I just want to wear a big, comfy sweater, but it's really hot outside. Still, it's just it's just been hot all summer. But I didn't want to give up my sweater, so here we
0: are. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that's why people <laughs> say that we have air conditioning, right?
1: yes exactly air conditioning and fans do wonders but we are not here to talk about the weather we have we have our new heading we are talking about pirates <laughs> it yes uh, we are continuing our journey across the the Caribbean
0: yes we are here to talk about <laughs> fights of the Caribbean dead man's chest I am so stoked um, I talked about it last episode how this is probably my favorite in the entire... Like franchise, so giving a little bit of a spoiler alert to how I feel about this movie, but I'm very excited
1: <laughs> to talk about it. So excited to talk about it. It's been a while since I've watched it, so re-watching it was really great. It was such a fun experience. Uh, but, Rod, what memories do you have about when this came out? So it came out in 2006, so three years after the first Pirates of the Caribbean, which is a little long, so I feel like... I don't really know the full history, but I feel like they probably saw the first one was a massive success and they're like okay we gotta do more of these so that's why it was like three years instead of like the standard like two-ish sometimes you see when films have sequels.
0: So um, because I love the Pirates franchise so much I have watched literally every behind the scenes thing on both this movie and the third one so part of why it it took so long is they filmed two and three back to back like they were simultaneous while they did it. Mm, Okay. So that was a huge thing where they're like it's taking so long because they're filming both movies together and they're trying to make it as cohesive as possible now upon rewatching, i do see some flaws that happen and that also makes sense because in behind the scenes stuff that they talked about there was a lot of like they couldn't get the story together and they couldn't figure out mm. how to make it as cohesive as possible which obviously explains some plot holes that we see in the third one that they set up in the second one but they don't fully finish in the third one but we i don't know i just ugh i so okay going back to our memories on this so i explained it in the last episode where basically i watched nothing but the parts of the caribbean movie the first one for like a month straight like literally it would finish and we're like let's try to watch something else and we're like nope it's not pirates. so we just put it right back on and it was when the trailer for this movie came out i got so hyped i don't know what it is and again we will I'll get more deeper into it, but like Davy Jones, I don't know what it is about him, but I love him so much. And so I got so excited for this that I just kept rewatching the first one over and over and over again to get to when the movie happened and then the movie happened and then i got super into it even more that i kept rewatching the first one being like i have to wait for it to come out on dvd at this point it's gonna take forever (laughs) and i will mention this too this is one of the only movies that i will listen to the score there's only two movies i will listen to the score like start to finish and not be upset about it and this is one of them
1: yeah, the score for this movie is great. The second the
0: organ comes in,
1: <laughs> I forgot so much of that. And you know, when you hear the score, you are like, "Oh yeah, that's from that." But was oh, <laughs> rewatching all that was so so good. But yeah, the whole the whole soundtrack is great. But what about you, Carolyn? I say this was two thousand two thousand and six. So this was. Uh, <laughs> There's the history. My last year of high school. So I know that I went to see it with like all of my friends because obviously loved the first one. Was very excited for this one. And I remember really enjoying this. I wasn't on the same level of watching Pirates for like a month straight. But I'm sure we did some like rewatches before we went and saw saw this one. But yeah, I just remember it was very still big in my Orlando Bloom phase, you know, because they had all the Lord of the Rings. So it was all of those. So he was just always on, on the TV in some way, shape or form, whether it be Lord of the Rings or Pirates of the Caribbean. But he got he got like a little like glow up in this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he definitely did. He no longer is a baby. He's only the baby.
1: No longer a sweet little innocent baby. <laughs> But yeah, I remember just like loving him and loving Elizabeth and I just I just have good memories of this film. And then obviously with the way it ended, which I forgot how the movie ended. I forgot a lot about this movie until I rewatched it. And then it all like slowly came back to me. But I completely forgot about the ending. And I remember it was one of those moments where it's like we gotta wait a whole a whole it was a because that you're right, they did film them back to back so they released them uh the subsequent summers. And it's like we gotta wait a whole year to find out what happens. Like
0: Ugh. Yeah, it was it was not fun when we had to deal with all of that. But yeah, so based on our memories then, how many treasure chests? Would you rate this movie based off your memories?
1: I think I would probably give it probably a nine. I don't remember loving this one as much as I loved the image, like the first one, but I still love this movie. So nine treasure chests out of ten. Rod, what about you?
0: See, this is where I'm going to be problematic, and a lot of people are going to come after me for this. I already know, uh, but I'm giving it a ten out of ten. So Ooh. I know. <laughs> I know, which I know a lot of uh, parts of the Caribbean people are going to be like, "How dare you?" That's incorrect, and that is the incorrect answer. It actually happened to me recently. I was telling someone about how I was rewatching them, and I told them that two is my favorite out of all of them, and they were like, are, "Are you okay? Are you sure that's? Are you sure that's the answer you <laughs> want to give me?"
1: I say, are you really sure? But everyone's view is subjective. And the reasons you love this movie may be different than the reasons why someone doesn't like it. I heard this on another podcast I was listening to recently. It's a book podcast. But they're like, someone else's, like, someone's yum might be your yuck, or vice versa. So you may love things that I hate, or, and I may, you know, love things that you hate. So, you know, that's just how this works.
0: Exactly. And that's okay. And that is okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and they can just go away and not watch
0: this movie if they don't like it. <laughs> like, let me exactly. like what I like, okay? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, remember that. Remember that. Remember that when we get to Marvel, okay?
1: <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I love that everyone thinks that I like fight Marvel stuff to the death, but usually I just like to rile people up sometimes. So I I don't actually there are some things that I'll be like, no good sir, you are wrong. But there are other things that I'm like, I don't I don't care that much. Can we just let it go? Like, it's fine. <laughs> we don't need to argue about this.
0: <laughs> I can I can one hundred percent confirm that um I am a victim of Carolyn riling somebody up just for fuzzies. <laughs>
1: Like, it's fun sometimes just to push the button and see what happens. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about Marvel today. We still have some time before we get there. <laughs> Side rant for a second. I think everyone thinks that I love just everything about Marvel. And while I love a lot of what Marvel does, there are things that I don't like. So
0: We'd love to hear them.
1: <laughs> whenever, whenever we get there, you'll hear all my Marvel rants as well. So, but getting back to Pirates. So this film picks up. uh, We don't have like an exact timeline for when it's after. Do they actually say how long it's been since the first movie? No.
0: I mean, I would say it's probably been a good couple of years.
1: Yeah. I was going to say like six months to a year. I don't think it would be years.
0: I am only saying that because of what they say in the once um, our Quote unquote villain, one of our villains shows up in the beginning.
1: Well, I have to feel like it's like a semi um, substantial amount of time, but I don't think Elizabeth wants to wait like years to marry Will.
0: No, but I think it was more of, for example, the when, so, um, okay, oh his name's, uh, it's Nor, no, 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 not Norrington. Oh my gosh, Cutler Beckett. There we go. When Beckett shows up, they talk about like going through. It get all kind of ties together when they talk about like going through the mon- the monsoon
1: hurricane. There's a hurricane. Hurricane.
0: When they went through, when they would go through the hurricane, like all that, like that kind of like. I feel like you like that takes time for it to have like gone out to find him then to have come back. Because again we're in, you know, we're not in the time crunch like we were um in Rise of Skywalker, hours. where they're able to do everything <laughs> in in like twelve hours. Um we have the leeway of like boats take time.
1: Boats yeah, okay, boats. Boats take time. They don't ever really set the time frame, which I appreciate. But it is, it does seem like it's some amount of time. I would probably say somewhere between like six months to two years. Okay.
0: Yep. I can agree with that.
1: I would say somewhere in that zone because there's been like a hurricane. You have to plan a wedding, obviously, which is where our story starts at the wedding of Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan. And I know you can't control the weather, but they picked a really crappy day to get married on.
0: <laughs> You really did.
1: (laughs) Just a downpour. But their wedding is unfortunately interrupted not only by rain, but by Lord Cutler Beckett, who is the chairman of the East India Trading Company. And he arrives with arrest warrants for them because they assisted in freeing Jack Sparrow. And he also has a warrant for Commodore James Norrington, who is absent currently because he decided to sail some ships into a hurricane. It didn't end up well for him, so he has resigned his position and is nowhere to be found. But he's come to he explains the whole thing to them. They're all like, no, no, you can't arrest us. But he arrests them anyway and throws them into the jails. But, oh yes, the norrington went after jack that was why he went into the hurricane and while all this is happening jack is on his ship
0: so we go to like a prison that really that really like aggressive prison a very aggressive prison
1: Whoa, i was like i know that disney is different now but i forgot how how intense it was with the, like the crow and he pulls out the guy's eye and they don't show it in great detail, but it's still super like, <laughs> like yeah. it's aggressive. It's aggressive. It
0: is. It's very aggressive. It's very like, dang. I also, I did not know crows liked that type of meat. Like I've never been told that. Like, I mean, it makes sense, but at the same time, also like, I wouldn't think crows went after people when they're alive still like, cheese.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's just the crows on this island
0: Maybe, maybe they're that hungry
1: Yeah, maybe they don't have a lot of Other things that they can eat, so this is their Only option, or they just were like We're gonna show how horrible this prison Is, and just do this I just completely yep. forgot about that but we see the people who work in the prison throwing the I'm assuming they're dead men maybe they're sending them out to sea to die they have coffins that they're throwing into the water and then her lovely little crow lands on one of them and gets <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like that he gets shot by jack sparrow <laughs> which is such an entrance and um, so jack went into the prison it didn't quite go according to plan never does with him but his crew is very upset because he's been after he's been looking for a certain thing we don't know what the thing is yet but they're very upset because they want to go do normal pirate things like hunt for treasure and so jack then finangles his way into getting them to go look for this chest because he has a picture of a key, and what does a key unlock? It unlocks a chest full of treasure. So he talks the crew into doing this somehow, and um, Gibbs and the the short pirate. What is what is the short pirate's name? Does he have?
0: Uh, oh my gosh, we did this, Pintel. Oh, no, 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 no! You're right. the 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 very short one. I no, I don't think we ever get a name. I don't think we ever get a name for
1: him. Well, now. that's really sad. We should give him a name because I would like to call him something other than the short pirate because that feels
0: wrong. You know what? Uh, let's call him Colin. Colin.
1: Call the pirate.
0: <laughs> Colin the, the pirate.
1: So Gibbs and our <laughs> new friend Colin, who is just with <laughs> us always, they are like, well, we know Jack is normally like kind of kind of crazy. But he's actually extra crazy right now. So they're like, well, we'll just kind of see how this goes. And at this point during, you know, a late night trying to get his compass to work, because that is the other thing, Jack can't get the compass to work. We don't know why. We still don't know how the compass fully works at this point in time, but it's not working for Jack. So he's just like, blah, go in that direction. And so while he is trying to get the compass to work, he decides he needs some more rum. So he goes down to the bellies of the ship to get more rum, where he is visited by Will's father, Bootstrap Bill Turner, who is all kind of... Sea life. Fishy. Fishy. Yeah. He's like, he's got barnacles. <laughs> it's really <laughs> some great prosthetic work.
0: <laughs> it is re- it's actually really, really, really cool. Like, that's like, and it's not CGI like the other one is. It's like, it's very cool how it's actually like on him, on
1: him. Yeah. They did a really good job with that. So he's down there. And um, so they're talking, and Jack is kind of like, well, how, like, what is going on with you? And Bootstrap Bill basically is like, well, I got dropped to the bottom of the ocean and couldn't die because I'm cursed. So Davy Jones showed up and made him a bargain. So for a hundred years of servitude on his ship, the Flying Dutchman, uh, he can basically not be stuck on the bottom of the ocean for, <laughs> for his entire life. So basically trading one curse for another, which is not great. But Bill, Bootstrap, Bill Turner, we'll just call him Bill. Or bootstrap, we'll call him bootstrap. Let's <laughs> simplify things for myself. So bootstrap is like, well, Jack, you made a deal with him too, and Jack's like, but well, I was, I was, I was only a captain for not the whole time, and he's like, well, I don't think Jones is going to see it like that, and Jack gets the the black spot, which I think is such black a spot. cool, cool create, yeah, <laughs> such a cool creative <laughs> choice because usually in like the whole pirate like roar like they just get a piece of paper with the black spot but like to actually be like it's it's like on his hand i i forgot about that detail and i was like that's like so cool like how they thought to creatively do that in this
0: yes so that whole thing i think is really cool that we get to we get the introduction of davy jones because we we hear about him a little bit in like the first movie of like oh we're gonna send you to the locker blah blah, blah, which is like Mm -hmm. you know just pirate talk in general but the fact that they actually brought Davy Jones into this, I was like, okay, this is cool. And I remember we knew what he was going to look like and everything because from like, this is the beginning of like, not so much social media, but like trailers being like the huge thing of like everyone's waiting. You can watch it over and over again on YouTube, like this whole thing. Yeah. And so the setup just was like super cool. Oh,
1: I was going to say, now they do a really good job of introducing Davy Jones. So by the time that you get to meeting him later in the film, He's like built up in here in, in the story. Like I thought they was a good job yes. of
0: that. But it's also um I will say this going back a little bit, it just cracks me up when he's just like they're like, Oh, so we're going after a key. And he's like, like Oh no, he said that you got a key. No, it's better. I have a drawing of a key. And <laughs> they're like, Okay. It's like well, what do keys do? They unlock things, yes, but like, whatever. And then it's just it gets it just gets so good with then literally like, I mean if I land. Any land? Did oh no, so port. I didn't say port. Any land? Any land?
1: Yeah. So now that Jack has the black spot, he knows that Davy Jones's creatures will be coming after him. So he freaks out full-on, full-on Jack Sparrow meltdown. (laughs) It's like he said, we have to get to land, we have to get to land, we have to get to land. So they go to find any land, the nearest land, all land. (laughs) So while that is happening back in Port Royal, Will is taken to Beckett, and Beckett promises that he will free Elizabeth if Will brings him Jack's magical compass. And this is where, I think this is where we find out, he tells us that uh, the compass will take like points, basically to whatever that person most desires. So the fact that it doesn't point north now makes sense from the first movie because it will lead you to what you desire most, which now becomes a whole thing in the movie. So Jack is having a whole existential crisis, so he doesn't actually know what he wants, so that's why the compass won't work for him. But Beckett has lots of ulterior motives here, which is uh, very interesting. So after... A whole lot of like back and forth between them. Will is like, "Fine, I will do it. I will see if I can get Jack to agree to this whole sort of thing." And so then he goes and tells Elizabeth the whole deal, and her dad is like, "Well, no, we need to have a backup plan." And they're like, "Well, no, we'll we'll figure it out." And in, in this, scene. well, the whole <laughs> thing
0: it's it's a really bad deal because literally I Beckett know. said, "I'm giving." He's like, "I'm giving you one pardon, only one." And so yeah. the dad his the dad is like, I can't trust Will. It could be just he does it and then he ends up getting he's gonna use it for himself. I can't trust he's gonna give it to you. And she's like, Well you we basically like trust Will. And he's like, I don't. Like I'm yeah. not gonna watch my daughter die because he chooses himself instead of you.
1: Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole thing is a little yeah, you know, why Will agree. But Will just always does whatever he needs to save Elizabeth. So that's not entirely shocking. I think one of my favorite parts of this scene is when she's like, "If it we weren't for these bars, I'd already have you." And then the dad with the, the candle. Like, what the? <laughs> I laughed so hard I completely forgot about that. It was so good. And then the look that like Will and Elizabeth give him. And he's like, "And the and the and the
0: Oh, this is where we get the the iconic line that is carried over the two uh, movies, which is "keep a weather eye on the horizon."
1: Mm, Yes. So yeah, Will says "keep a weather eye on the horizon," and he goes off to find Jack Sparrow.
0: I love the montage. That montage is great.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he goes and hops around Tortuga, and everyone is like, well, we don't know where Jack is. Like, eh, maybe he's somewhere. And then Will eventually gets a tip that um, a ship has been seen on an island. So, <laughs> Will goes to said island where he runs into the people of the island who um, are cannibals and they have made Jack their. Cannibal Island. <laughs> I went, this just whole, whole this whole sequence is just It's a lot. It's, it's so much. So Jack is their king, or they they think Jack is the human embodiment of their god. So they are going to kill him. They've already eaten some of the crew, so this is it's just mayhem. But also the the bone cages that they stick them in. Bones are fragile, so I don't know how those things held up, one, with that many people in them, and two, with all of the, like, swinging and knocking, and then at the point where they, like, roll down the hill, that thing would have been a goner a long time before it was.
0: Listen, it is for the aesthetic. It is a cool idea.
1: It's a cool idea?
0: (laughs) I'm saying it's a cool idea for what the movie was going for. I'm not saying that we should build cages made out of human bones.
1: Can we not? <laughs>
0: yeah, Can we not? No. Can we not? I will say, though, um, as like, a small little side note, it is cool that you can technically go into one um, at Disneyland. What? You didn't know this? No. So if you go to Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer Island, there is a part of the park where they have the cage where you can like basically climb in it.
1: What?
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> we yeah, got rid there. of the red,
1: We got rid of the redhead, but we're okay with a bone cage.
0: Apparently, but yeah, it's there. I've been in it multiple times.
1: Oh my gosh! I think you just broke me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you did and you. Did, I'm just. I'm surprised you didn't know this. Did you have you not explored pirate slavery very much?
1: Like once. <laughs> I've been up there once. It's not something. Well, because you gotta like wait to take the little thing over, and then you're like stranded this out there. Fair. So I've I've only I've only been out there like once. And I don't know if I noticed that or if I blocked it out. Well the cage is there. I I feel like I have to go like look now time I go. Time.
0: Yeah.
1: Just to be like, is it actually still there?
0: Cause there's another part too where there's like a treasure chest and you like I guess the easiest way to describe it is like wheel it up. And as it's wheeling up, like a pirate pirate skeleton is like gripping onto it. So like a skeleton is gonna be out of the water.
1: Okay, well, we'll have to go, like, explore that if it's, like, the middle of the day and there's long lines or something. Anywho. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, just a lot of chaos ensues on this island. People are trying to eat Jack. They're trying to eat all the pirates. And our lovely friends, the short one and the one with the... I don't remember their names.
0: Pintel and Rigetti.
1: Pintel and Rigetti. They... Somehow on a boat in the middle of the ocean, just a teeny little boat.
0: We have to, we have to save our mortal souls.
1: <laughs> I know, right? He's reading the Bible upside down. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. <laughs> oh, I laughed. Oh, but they come across the pearl, and they're like, "Well, you know, it'd be a shame, like to, you know." They talk themselves into taking the ship, basically. So they're doing that while well, everyone is trying to get back to the beach, and so. They all converge there, and this is where we get the most memeable image, probably from Pirates maybe ever. Jack running yeah. down the beach, being chased by the cannibals, and they all make it onto the ship, thank goodness, except the dog.
0: Poor dog. He's been through so much.
1: He's been through so much, but we find out in the post credit scene that he is now their god. So, you know, it seems like he's... Safe for the time being.
0: <laughs> for a very small time being, is a cannibalism, but you know. No,
1: he's he can run fast and he's small, so he'll 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 escape them. We're just that's the story we're going to tell because I can't deal with dog death.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, okay, well then, if it makes you feel better, he does show up in the third movie again, and Priscilla Bregani be like, "What the heck? How did that happen?" But,
1: yeah. I forgot about that, but yay, dog is okay. So
0: they don't do, they don't <laughs> have to worry about dog death. <laughs>
1: Yay! That makes me so happy. But at this point, they, Jack, is like, we have to go upstream, so they go up to meet the voodoo priestess Tia Dama, and they, this is just so good.
0: I love her so much. Tia Dama is the coolest character, I think, on top of Davy Jones that they created in this franchise.
1: (laughs) I know, she's, like, so unique, and the actress who plays her is great. I love, I love this. <laughs> she's like, what did you bring me to to trade all this information? He's like, look, an undead monkey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the payment is fair. Do you recognize the other ride to movie translation in this scene.
1: Yeah, the 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 bayou like leading up to her house is like the bayou at the
0: very top. Yes, which is great because once again they do not have this in Walt Disney World so people won't get it unless you are a Disneyland Prize of the Caribbean fan.
1: One of my favorite things is going through the Bayou at the beginning and it's so calm. But yes, you go through the bayou and then she reveals uh, in their discussions, that because they need to know like what Davy Jones's weakness is. So, and um, she tells them that it is his heart, and it is locked within the dead man's chest, which is what the key that the the key. It's not even a key that they don't, they don't have the key yet, but the key image that Jack found that is the key that unlocks that chest.
0: I think this story is actually. I mean, it's important because it's also vital to the third movie is that the reason why he cut out his heart was because he was in love with someone and
1: she was as wild as the sea.
0: Yes. Uh, They said, I hear it was the sea he fell in love with. Uh, Same story, different versions, but all are true.
1: (laughs) So good. So good. Yes. And we see a locket she has, which is like a crab shaped heart. And Yeah, so she tells them, and that's why Jack wants to get the heart, is because he thinks this is the only way he could free himself from, you know, being in service to Davy Jones. So they have Tia Dalma show them where Davy Jones is. So they go to a ship that has just crashed on the wrecks, and before uh, they decide to send Will, because jack and water currently oh and this is where she gives jack a dart the jar of dirt we forgot about the jar of dirt jar of dirt is very important You don't think it's going to be
0: land land is where you're safe so you will carry land with you will it help but you don't want to give it back no then it helps, <laughs>
1: then it helps. <laughs> oh it's so good but so yeah because jack can't be safe in water so, Will is the one who's like, well, fine, I'll go over. So, before he does that, he makes a deal with Jack to help find the key in return for Jack's compass. So, if he gets in the key, he gets the compass, and Will goes over to the ship and see a bunch of pirates who are in the process of dying. And then this is when Davy Jones men show up because this is what they do. They come to a shipwrecked crew who are in the process of either they are dead or they are in the process of dying. And they offer them, um, instead of going into whatever their great beyond is, they offer them the deal of 100 years of service on the ship for, you know, not having to die yet. So some of the crew take it some don't and then this is where Davy Jones is like realizes Will is not dead or dying so he sees Jack and is like dude what are you doing so they have a moment where Jack is like well how many souls am I worth and he's like well a hundred I guess so I'll keep the boy that gives you 99 more people to find and the the spot is removed from Jack for the moment
0: because he's got three days
1: yeah. He has three days to collect a hundred souls. So they're like, where do we find a hundred souls in three days? Tortuga!
0: Which I, one, um, that's, I feel like that's actually a fair time to get three days of um, a yeah. hundred souls. Yeah, you know, not 12 hours like you, like Star Wars.
1: Yeah, like Three days is fine. The Caribbean's a small place. They can get places easily. But, yeah, this is our first... The first time we see Davy Jones and his crew. Do
0: you not... Do you fear death?
1: Oh, the the CGI for Davy Jones is still so good. It's still so good. His crew is a little... A little iffy at times, but for him, I'm like, they put their money into that, and you can tell.
0: And, it, it, like, that's the thing I thought about too, because I was like, you know, like, a little bit like in the first Pirates movie, like, it's really good still, but, like, you can definitely tell, like, it's early CGI, like, with that. Like, it's still really, really good, but just, like, you can tell. This one, I feel like you can't. Like, this one holds up still really well. Like, really, really well. And yeah. I just, the only thing I can think of, and I, I can't get it out of my brain, is because, again, they did all the CJ stuff afterwards. So you've seen photos of them, like, on the set, but they're all in, like, gray jumpsuits, and they got the spots all over their faces, and, like, dark things. So I'm just trying to, like, these actors, you know, give them all an Oscar. Because imagine having to be, like, imagine him being menacing super menacing and this guy just is like in your face with like this bald cap dots all over his face and it's like do you fear death
1: <laughs> right have you seen the pictures of paul bettany on the set of wandavision
0: yeah it's the same deal i'm like this is a lot <laughs> like i these actors have to really put through a lot
1: <laughs> yeah that was just one of my favorites but yeah when you see set photos of i think it's, it's bill i don't know how you say his last name I was going to say it's Bill Nye, but then that's not Bill Nye. So oh, Bill Scar-
0: uh, uh, Skarsgård? Oh, no, oh, oh, my God, you're right, um, Bill Nye.
1: Yeah, Bill Nye. It's, like, literally, yeah, Bill Nye. They're both kind of the same in my brain for some reason. But, yeah, he's so great. I think one of my favorite things is when Davy Jones will get flustered, and he does the... <clears throat> the noises and stuff he makes with his lips. Yes. It's so good!
0: <laughs> it is. It's just, like, and he, like... He lip quivers all the time and it's so cool. Like, yeah. I just, uh, like, and especially with like seeing the tentacles go with it as his beard, like, it just, oh, uh, it goes so good. It's oh, so good. I
1: know. Yeah. The tent, yeah. Ugh. It's also so good. <laughs> but they are now off to Tartuga again. And at uh, some point in all of this, we have hopped back to Port Royal where uh, the governor has tried to free Elizabeth, but he gets caught and she escapes and goes to bargain with Beckett. So everyone's just making deals with Beckett. So she says, yeah. So she's like, well, so she went to actually take the papers, but they need his seal. So that's why she's kind of h- hanging around. So she makes a bargain that she'll go find the compass for herself. She has him sign the papers and then takes it with her and then disguises herself as a boy and makes her way to Tartuga where on the ship that she's on, they find her discarded wedding dress, and there's this whole thing about it being a spirit, (laughs) which is great. So that's how she gets the the very conservative ship to go to Tortuga, because the men are super paranoid about the spirit of the ghost, and she uses it to her advantage, which I just love. I think it's so smart. So... All the pirates have gone back to Tartuga, and she is on her way there, so they will eventually convene there. But back on the Dutchman, Will is working with you know, Davy Jones crew, even though he's not officially with them because Davy Jones is like, I'm not giving him back to you. I need some, like any reason for you to also come back to me other than the hundred souls you need. So he is working on the ship and there's an incident with a cannon and Will is to blame, but it's also the moment he meets his father, which is this
0: is definitely interesting.
1: Interesting. Uh, and so, because you know, the, the cannon situation fell on Will they're like, you get five lashes. And his dad is like, I'm going to do it because the...
0: The other guy is a lot... He's a lot worse. He's like, you... He's like, if you... Oh, he said, um, you're trying to say that you like doing this to me was at Active Charity. He's like, yes. He's like, the other person tries to take your... like Basically the meat from your bones every single time he does it. Whereas I'm just hitting you for the sake of hitting you.
1: Yeah. So they have a conversation about the crew. And there's that guy that comes out of the walls. I don't remember why.
0: So he hears them saying about the chest.
1: Yeah, they're talking about the ca- the chest and the key. And he's like, so the key is on the ship. He's like, yes, the captain has it. So there's this game that they play on Jones's ship called Buyer's Dice.
0: Well, before they say, the guy says something important too, he says, uh, stab the heart. We don't stab the heart because the Dutchman must always have a captain.
1: Yes, he does say that, which is a very important piece. So kind of setting up the conflict of do we kill jones do not kill jones what do we want to do here so will decides to play the game of liar's dice and he challenges david jones to it and the main reason he does this is because he wants to find out where the key is so he bets his eternal soul for the key and at the last second Good old Bootstrap decides to throw his lot in because he doesn't want Will to damn his soul forever.
0: (laughs) can I say that? (laughs) I think that's fine. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Like a pirate term. I don't know.
0: (laughs) It (laughs)
1: Um, But basically, it like becomes crazy. So in this game of Liar's Dice, you shake it and you put it down. And then you have to say, I have five fives. And basically whoever they think is lying, they will call that out. So Bootstrap does eventually end up being the one they call a liar to save Will. Will does obviously not get the key. So later that night, he has to sneak into Jones's quarters. And Jones plays this, like, big organ. We saw him doing that earlier in the film, which is that big organ score, which we love. And we also see that Diggy Jones has the same locket as Teodama. And it plays a lullaby. So Jones is asleep at his organ while Will steals the key. And eventually makes it off of the ship. His father helps him escape. So because of this, Davy Jones is like, nah, you ain't gonna steal from me. So the ship that Will escapes to, he sends the Kraken after. And we don't really get to see much of the Kraken, but it seems very big, very menacing. Uh lots Mm. of
0: Yes. Well, so one of the things, going back to Liar's Dice, so I actually used to play this game a lot, because when the game, or when the movie came out, they sold Liar's Dice to play. Mm. And so my brother and I would play it all the time, and it actually became a thing. I remember growing up with it, that we would take the game with us. Like, my parents used to do, uh, our, our family vacations were houseboats a lot of the time so my mom was like no electronics which I, even then it was like a cd player was my electronic i didn't have a cell phone so yeah she was like no electronics like we are just here to do whatever like blah blah and so we would play liar's dice a lot and i remember we got upset because we started losing the dice because our board games were getting lost we would take the dice from liar's dice to play for other games um but that's also we it was just it was a lot, but I loved that game. It was so cool, and they came with the cups and made it all barnacle-y and everything too. Mm. It
1: was really cool. Um, I love but it. they
0: also, but what you, um, what also happens on that, the Kraken thingy two is that they go back to that ship where they had the dress, and he notices that it's Elizabeth's dress.
1: Yes, yes, it is. It's that ship that picks him up. So tying it back to that, and like, oh, we were in Tortuga. We made like great profit under the books, under the table, of course, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So, it doesn't doesn't end well for them. Sadly, they don't get to use that profit on anything. But nope. Will escapes because he was up on the mast when everything was happening. So, he is alive. He's floating In the sea on a piece of driftwood. And then we go back to Tartuga. So, all of you know, Jack and Gibbs, they are all recruiting anyone that they can get. They don't really care. And so, at this point, a drunken Norrington shows up and is like, I don't, I was completely ruined. And you know, it's all Jack's fault. And then a big fight ensues. And I think one of the things I love about this scene so much is just jack is not doing any fighting but he just like walks through the whole bar and just like keeps trying on hats is probably one of my favorite like moments in this movie
0: <laughs> it's so good and that this this particular song is one of the ones that i will listen to over and over and over and over and over again on the soundtrack mm-hmm. like it's one of my favorite parts of the entire score obviously yeah the lullaby slash the the davy jones theme is great Um, I love that more than the other part, but definitely this, like, this part is really good. Yeah,
1: and so because Elizabeth is also there so she because Norrington starts fighting the bar so she kind of helps him and then ends up knocking him out so that, you know, they don't have to fight the entire angry pirate bar. And she, do they does she get hired by? I don't
0: I just watched this, I don't remember.
1: No, but she goes to find Jack, right? Cause yeah, she just goes to find Jack.
0: Yeah, so she finds Jack. So so she finds Jack, and he he's like, uh, "Come to join my my crew. Welcome aboard." And she's like, "I'm here to find the man that I love." And he's like, "My one and only love is the sea." Like, <laughs> and he's like, "Dump the person <laughs> over over to the ocean." He's like, um, "I'm here to find Will." And he's like, "It's Elizabeth." I had the rum.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, they have a little whatever and he's like well you want to find will so you have to find this chest because she so badly wants to find will the compass works for her so this is where we get we have our heading so they go off to the isle of isla cruxas I don't know if I said that right, but that is where the chest is buried. And at this point, Davy Jones has also realized that the key has been stolen. So he's like, "We have to go there as well." So everyone is kind of converging on this island. Will shows up, and this whole time, like on the journey out there, Will and Jack have had these. Not Will and Jack. Oh my gosh, Jack, I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth and Jack have been having These like moments where she's like Given the right opportunity you would be a good Man and there's this like I don't know flirtiness Going on with them
0: which I don't really Love but I get why they did it It's definitely weird like I when they Saw that I was like okay I kind of see where they're going With this like if I can get it a little Bit but yeah It, just, it definitely feels a little weird Especially when Norrington's like uh, I wish you had looked at me like that Like that's I'm seeing the look that I wish you had seen with blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that seems weird. Like, I don't think she's doing that. Like, I think it's more of, like, she likes the idea of it, but not, like, the reality of it.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of it was like, when we get to the we can talk about it, but it's obviously, like, an act, too, you know? part of it yeah so she's a little frustrated about that and i also feel like they wanted to add in like a little like complication for like will and elizabeth they had to like yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it a little more when we get to the third movie but it becomes a bigger thing in the third movie than it does here so yeah they all end up on the island so jack and elizabeth and norrington all go to shore to dig it up and then will shows up and then all of a sudden, they all realize that they all want the chest for different reasons. So there's a three-way sword fight. And I'm just the most annoyed with Elizabeth in this scene. Because instead of doing the smart thing and, like, taking the chest and, like, doing something with it, she gets mad at them. It's <laughs> so <ridiculous.
0: laughs> it just stupid... Oh, oh! the heat! it cra- That part cracked me up. I was like, all right, nice, nice tie back. But then she's like, hey. "Like She just looked at like, you guys all don't care that I, like, this has happened. But at least she's smart enough that she sees the chest is starting to be taken, and she's like, I need to deal with this.
1: Yeah, so... The two, the two funny pirates I don't I will never remember their names they are like well if they're all fighting over the chest like it must be pretty important so they steal a chest and those are friends after them and so Jack and Will and Norrington are all fighting to get the key so they run up to this I assume it's like an old it's an old structure of some sort so they are having it's an old mill yeah a, a mill that's the word uh, so they're fighting all the way up this big mill like they got back and forth with the keys I going to say somehow, again, somehow the wheel of the mill, it breaks off, but it's sturdy enough to go go down the hill fully. So it's it's a great, it's a great scene, but I'm like, this would have broken way sooner if it came off that easily. Yes. So yeah, they, they they all want the heart for their own reasons. It's a battle for the key. Uh, and at this point, Davy Jones's men... Because the other thing, Davy Jones can only come to land once every 10 years. So otherwise, he has to be at sea at all times. So his men come to shore, and Elizabeth is chasing our good friend pirates. And they, you know, it's a lot of back and forth. Who has the chest? Who doesn't have the chest. And eventually, one of Davy Jones's men gets the chest. But Jack, who... Has fallen out of the the wheel during their fight, also has the key. So he throws coconut, knocks the guy's head off, opens the chest, and sees that Davy Jones' heart is in there. And at that point, we see him kind of take it out and put everything back in the chest so it. You know, people don't know that he has taken it at that point. So he runs back to their little dinghy, and this is where the jar jar of dirt comes back in. So he puts the heart in the jar of dirt, making a very big mess. He didn't clean up after himself very well. But everyone else is also converging on the beach at that point. And uh, Norrington, who is very observant, he sees all the dirt in the boat, realizes that the part is in there so he takes it without anyone kind of knowing and then grabs the chest and lures the crew away so everyone else gets back to the ship and i I don't know why they didn't think norrington had our our ulterior motives but they're just like cool take the chest
0: yeah, it, it, it's well, I think it's more of because again, Elizabeth is very trusting and Will is very trusting. Sparrow just, yeah. I think he just is like, it, it is what it is. Now, little side fact before we go further again, going back to Pirates Slayer, they actually have the chest there too, mm-hmm. and you can hear the heartbeat. And if you put your hand on the chest, you can feel the heartbeat from the chest.
1: I do think I remember that.
0: That is one of my favorite parts of that whole thing. It's just like, oh, you can go and see the chest and you hear the thump, thump, and it's great.
1: Yeah. yes um so at this point when does when does because jack gets the mark again but i don't remember when that happens
0: yeah so it's the end of the it's the end of the three days so that's why he starts freaking out when they get to elucrusus because it like the three days are up and it's back on his hand again
1: oh yeah i remember when it was put back because davy jones when they made the deal took it off and so I'm trying to remember when it came back.
0: I think it was. I think it was right when they were getting to the island that, like, it started showing up again because it was the end of the three days. Oh, maybe. I
1: think. Yeah, I just I just know it comes, it comes back. So uh, at this point... Jones is gonna attack the pearl and kill the crew. And we find out because Jack is all proud of his jar of dirt, he's like, I got a jar of dirt, you can't hurt me, you can't hurt me, la la la. la." He trips and he falls, and there is nothing in the jar of dirt. (laughs) So Davy Jones is like, Well, I'm gonna send the Kraken on you because broke our deal basically. So the Kraken attacks the ship, and because Will was a part of the other attack, he has some knowledge in how to slow it down, I guess you could say is probably the best word. I think they do, they, they want to try and kill it, but it's, I don't know how you would kill, kill this thing. So they are able, it kills most of the crew. Uh, but they're able to injure it enough that they're like, oh, well, man, we pissed it off. But in this whole span of time, Jack has taken a lifeboat and is going to try and get to shore. But out there, he realizes that, no, he needs to you know, go back and help his friends because that is the only lifeboat. Uh, but Elizabeth has already seen him kind of running off, abandoning them. So as they are deciding, you know, we got to get off the ship. We got to get back to land. Elizabeth uh, and Jack, you know, everyone's getting in the boat. And she does this whole, oh, you are a good man, Jack. And then kisses him, which is it's just weird. And then she handcuffs him to the ship because she's like, I don't care what you did, Jack, in coming back. You're not trustworthy. So you're going to stay here and it wants you not the rest of us so we're not going to risk this we're not going to play this game know, cat and mouse on the sea so that's why she does that but I say Will sees her kissing him which then becomes a the whole thing so they escape so that is Will and Elizabeth Gibbs our lovely friend Colin and then the two pirates that I don't remember their names.
0: Pintel and Rigetti.
1: Pintel and Rigetti. Rigetti. I should remember that it's like a pasta Pintel they're like pastas yes. Pintel and Rigetti. So they all escape, and the Kraken comes to take the ship down. Jack realizes there's no like no escaping this, so he gets eaten by the Kraken, the Hello beastie, and it was just so epic. <laughs> Such an epic yes. shot with the kraken eating, <laughs> eating him. It's just visually really, really cool. Not that we like to see yes. Jack die, but just the visual of that him being like, oh, "I'm gonna face face this." So he gets taken by the kraken, and they are all very, very sad. And so at this point, because the kraken has you know destroyed the pearl and taken Jack down to Davy Jones' locker. Davy Jones is like, I need to open the chest and make sure my heart is okay. And when he opens the chest, he realizes his heart is gone. And then we flash back to Fort Royal where Norrington comes in and gives Beckett the heart, drops it really unceremoniously on his desk, and the letters of Mark. So he's like, I want my role back in the Navy. And because now that Beckett has Davy Jones's heart, which I don't remember if this is like explicitly said earlier in the film, but because he has his heart, he can control Davy Jones and the seas. So whoever has the heart also can control him, which is very interesting. So our movie ends with the crew of the Pearl taking shelter with Tia Dalma. So they're all very sad Morning and Tia dalma is like, Well, you know, if you want to get witty Jack back, I have a way.
0: So I like I didn't pay attention to it the first time around. Like she does say all that, but she goes to particular people and says stuff that would make them be like, I have to like get him back. Yeah. In the end they're just like, it's sad, yes. But they're like, What does she say to Elizabeth? She's like, for the pain and the sorrow. And then to Will, because like, I get, because she, oh, that's also something she says to when she meets Will the first time. She's like, you have a touch of destiny about you. Basically she like, I know. <laughs> she's the epitome of that TikTok. like, I know something you don't. I
1: know something you don't. And, your
0: <laughs> and that's basically what she's doing with that. But, um, but she's like, if you, she's like, I'm so sorry that you're like, oh no, your dad is stuck on that ship still. Like, what a shame. And then they're just like. If, and then they're like, "Oh, would you get Jack back if you had the chance?" And Elizabeth, because she's guilty, is like, "Yes, I would do it." And Will's like, "Oh, that's a little like you said that very quickly."
1: Yeah, and Will definitely misunderstands like her motivation. Oh, I, just, I, I don't like it, but uh, she's like, "Well, if you," so she's like, "Well, you have to go to World's End, basically." It's going to be a really long kind of harrowing journey. You're going to have to go on to get him. But if you're going to do it, then you need a guide. And who walks down the stairs but Barbosa? I I forgot. And there was a moment when they were in her hut earlier. And you see the boots. And the monkey goes to it and i was like who is that that has to be someone important and i didn't remember who it was up uh, clearly because when he walked downstairs last night i was like i forgot this is how this ended ah.
0: yeah i remember my my mom like, freaked out every single time she saw it in the theater with Barbosa. She's like, Oh, so good. Barbosa's back. You know, like, she just got so. But yeah, no, uh, I just love when Chi just says, like, If you would like to go to Worlds and you will need a captain who knows those waters.
1: Yes, it's so good. And then he eats his apple.
0: He gets to eat his apple. He had it. He got to do it. <laughs> he eats it very disgustingly, but he had it nonetheless.
1: Well, he's a pirate. We can't expect like the best of manners
0: from him. He also ate with his mouth full. I'm like, sir, manners, manners matter.
1: <laughs> is that they they matter? I mean, dental care is not like top of the
0: <laughs> priority list for no, any of these much,
1: people. So, no, which
0: yeah, <laughs> but then we get our epic our epic soundtrack again when it ends it's so
1: good uh yeah the pirate score it's just always it's so good <laughs> i still i'm still not over the ending um he like he, she said it and i was like <gasps> i was like seeing it for the first time again because it would have been so long <laughs> like there's parts of it and I, it's the same thing with the third one there's parts that i really vividly remember it's kind of it's kind of the way with most movies. There's certain things that I will, like, vividly remember and other things that I will completely forget, and it's like seeing it for the first time every time.
0: Yeah, it's... I know. It's just... It's so good. This movie, so good. So good! It's
1: still so good. I mean, even for, like, the little, like, teeny flaws, it has. And I think that's how sometimes I rate movies. It's not always technically how good they are. It is how much do I enjoy watching them so Agreed. just being Agreed. like that that's typically how i like rate things it's like did i love it do i feel emotionally connected connected to these characters was it fun to watch and the, these movies are that even though there are things that i'm like oh i just don't like i don't i don't know if i like that
0: yeah the same
1: <laughs> they're just so they're so they're so good like every moment of the movie i just enjoyed watching so rod were there any specific things that you really love about this movie
0: just I don't know what it is like I Davy Jones is my favorite Disney villain of all time um I recently got Davy Jones's key tattooed on my arm because I love it so much yeah so like they like I just love love Davy Jones I love the aesthetic of the flying Dutchman I think that's just super cool it's why I'm so upset like I get why it can never come to the states but like it's why it makes me so sad that I can't And he's like frequently go on the parts of the Caribbean at Shanghai Disneyland because they have an animatronic of Davy Jones. You get to go on the Flying Dutchman. You get to see all of his crew in animatronic form. Like, I just, I want, I just love all of that so much. Like everything Davy Jones and Tia Dalma, because I'm also like a sucker for like voodoo stuff. So like just Tia Dalma in general too is very cool.
1: I think what makes him such a good villain is there's that piece of him that is very human still like he he is very evil but then clearly he like loved someone so much that it just like hurt and that you know it was like too painful that he didn't want to have his heart you know in him and he can
0: explain why he's so evil he doesn't have a heart
1: yeah I well yeah and i feel like they explain this a little bit more in the third one like his motivations for like what he did and why the dutchmen are like cursed so we can talk about that next time because I feel like you get more detail about that in that movie. Yes, if I remember remember correctly. So yeah, I just feel like he's just he's like evil, but he's not really the most evil. So you like you're able to connect with him as in ways in ways in ways that you aren't able to connect with someone say like Mother Gothel, where it's like you're just a horrible human being, you yes. know
0: it's it's what um they say once upon a time all the time that evil is not born it's made and i think that's what it is it's just like you understand that like he wasn't always this way and that he just went through a big traumatic event that caused him to be this way but what about you what's what are your favorite things about this movie
1: i let me think is is there something super specific i just i like the humor in this movie this one always always makes me laugh especially like jack's jar of dirt also i don't know why the whole the whole undead monkey thing makes me laugh so much and undead monkey it's just like it's just, i think it's just like it's it's just like it's it's so chaotic and i think because probably because i see parts of myself like that like there's a lot of i think seven qualities in jack sparrow so i feel like it like it's just it's like a very extreme version of the, the seven Enneagram energy that I also can have. And, and he's just he's so funny. Oh, I got a jar dut. Oh, I got a jar <laughs> of I can't I can't help but laugh at this movie. What else do I really like Davy Jones I agree is so good. And again, just going back to how good he still looks. Yes. Like he he was impressive as a CGI character then. But even now, watching it, I I spent half of the movie being like, "That is so amazing!" It is for a movie that is math is
0: hard. It's almost it's almost twenty years old. So old. It's like fifteen. <laughs> like, it's that's... like fifteen. It's like fifteen years old. A little, like around <laughs> that time.
1: Oh my gosh! But yeah, for it being a you know ten to twenty year old movie somewhere in that range. Yes. The CGI is still so good on him. Like we said, his crew can be a little a little janky at times, but. They had to do so many of them, and they had to make them all kind of look, like, unique and their sea creature-y, combine-y things. So, I, I get it.
0: What are some things you didn't like then?
1: I don't really like the whole love triangle thing that they tried to introduce. I think that's probably my biggest beef with this movie. I just didn't think it was necessary. I think you still could have could have done it. Or, you know, done it in a way where you didn't have to introduce, you know, Elizabeth being like, oh, I feel conflicted. Like, do I like Jack? Do I not like Jack?
0: I also kind of like to think that it's, like, he's someone new. Like, yeah, like, she's on, but she never, like, got to actually know Jack. The way that she like will did because she's also like known every man on Port Royal and like everyone in Port Royal is not there. There isn't really a lot of people that are like we're scoundrels. So like Jack is exciting. He's seen the world. Like she basically gets the allure that all these women have for Jack Sparrow.
1: Yeah, I can I get that, but it's just not not my favorite thing that they added That's fair. Uh, for this film. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I didn't really like. It's not like it's like I didn't like it, but just some of the things like with the bone cages and then with the, the wooden wheel, it would not have lasted as long as it did. And all the things they put both of those items through, <laughs> so I'm just like, just a little improbable, but not enough to make me be like, I hate this so much.
0: <laughs> that's fair. That's
1: fair. What about you?
0: So, ironically enough, I, when I watch this movie, because I've seen it so many times, I kind of agree the cannibal scene just, or the cannibal sequence just doesn't really do much for me. So, when I used to watch this movie, I would skip to after the whole cannibal scene happened. So, I would just go straight to like Tiadala.
1: It's not really necessary. I think that's the one part of this movie that didn't age
0: the best. Yeah
1: like we could we could we could have done that differently disney we didn't need to do all of that So um, the cannibal island
0: i will give them credit that they actually found like they the island they shot at they hired the locals to be the extras oh that's cool so they didn't just be like oh we're gonna ship all these people in and like cast people that are like random to this island like they actually got the people that lived on this island and were like you want to be part of this movie because we're using your island and they were, were like sure
1: i mean that is that is cool just, they could
0: they could have done it differently yes it <laughs> yeah could've, they could have done the exact same thing of like maybe they agreed like instead of them eating him it was more of like oh we need to kill our god in order to release him from his like it could have been okay so it's kind of jumping ahead but it's kind of it could have been a cool parallel to what happens Uh in the third movie of like we need to release our god from his bodily form and so we have Mm. to kill him that way
1: yeah it's like they just think because he's like zany and crazy that you know he's a, a god in human form and the rest of them they're like well you're our prisoners so you know yes We'll, we'll feed you to our animals or something, you know, like,
0: yeah, like I, I can not see that. Yeah. There's
1: definitely a way you could have done it where it, it wasn't what it was. Uh, yeah. I agree that I was, I think I just kind of blocked that part out. Cause I don't like to think about it.
0: That's fair. Very fair.
1: Uh Was there anything else that you like, just didn't really like about the movie? Honestly, that's really about it. I, I kind of agree. So, what is your final final rating? How many treasure chests do you give this?
0: I'm still going to give it a 10 out of 10, even though like I almost, not going to lie, almost was going to go down to like a 9.5 just because I remembered about the cannibal stuff. But no, I still am going to give it a 10 out of 10 because... Davy Jones is great. The third one is like a very close, like second place to me um, in terms of just the franchise in general. Again, problematic. I know a lot of people will come for me for this. And I have my reasons, which I will discuss when we get there. But it's, I don't know, just the whole Davy Jones idea, Tia Dalma, the Kraken. Like, I'm a huge sucker for mythology. And this movie just encapsulates a ton of mythology. So I think that's why I like it so much.
1: Yeah, and like I said, they do they do such a good spin on pirate tradition things like the black spot or like Davy Jones and Davy Jones Locker. So I agree. Uh, mine is actually going to stay the same as well. So a nine out of ten. I still, again, it's been a long time since I've seen the other ones. I still think the first one is my favorite of the franchise, but I still love I still love like watching this movie. Like I just had so much fun last night watching it again. And I was like, why is it been so long since I've watched this? <laughs> so staying the same as as well uh, I don't think I can can really knock it for anything I mean we, we talk about the things we don't like but it's like not enough for me to be like it's gonna make my rating change it's still the same as I remember it
0: Nice. Well, with that, as we said, we're going to be talking about the third one. We're going to finish our original trilogy next week, and it's going to be great. I'm so excited for us to discuss at World's End. But, Carolyn, how can people find you if they want to find you on Instagram?
1: You can find me at The Tiniest Avenger with underscores between each word.
0: And, Rod, where can people find you? You can find me at Rod Me Squirrel with an H. And if you'd like to keep up with us with the podcast, we are Disney Geeks The Pod on Instagram. as well. Alright, well, I'm excited. We'll see you guys next week for another exciting adventure on the seas with At World's End with the epic conclusion of what happens to Jasper. Bye. Bye!